knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody. Welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode number one. Four zero. That's right. 140 episodes of the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast that you've ever seen. My name is Mike and with me as always is my brother, the very sensual, the very toit. He also speaks, speaks perfect Japanese. Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. How's it going, brother? <laughs> How's it going, dude? So we have a very special episode for you this week. This week we are going to be joined by two members of the shady organization known as March Caprice. Keyblade Spymaster and Orpheus Joshua. And we talked to them basically about March Caprice. And we have a nice little chat with them uh, later on in the episode. We already did it. That's how I can tell you it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. And they give some insight on March Caprice and give everybody some advice on if they should apply to be in it this year. Spoiler alert. Don't. Wait another second to apply. <laughs> <laughs> you got me dude you got me with that one like i wasn't i didn't know what you were you were going with it oh i thought it was obvious because we literally just spent like the whole interview talking about how people should apply yeah. and then you just said don't and i was like i thought oh, it was no. obvious what i was doing no I, you got me anyway uh before we get to that we have a absolutely poggers announcement to make and if you're a member of the discord you already know this but if you're not if you're just a humble listener on youtube or this coming thursday december 30th at 5 p.m est on twitch.tv slash super spike eddie bros will be and normally i would yell this last word but it is 11 30 at night where i am right now so i cannot <laughs> yell the word live but i want you guys to just kind of imagine <laughs> me screaming live at the top of my lungs <laughs> when i say it okay you ready the Ansem Report podcast live. But like 10 times louder. Yeah, 10 times louder than that. Actually, I might boost it in post so it just <laughs> blows out people's eardrums. Uh, we were going to be doing a live podcast at 5 p.m. EST on twitch.tv slash Eddie Bros. We were very excited about it. It's the first time we've done a live podcast actually since March Caprice. Yeah. Which that one was even kind of a, a abbreviated, a, a yeah. mini version of the live podcast, if you will. And then before that, it was last January with the 100th episode. So, holy moly, which is nutty. Uh, and we've kind of gotten out of doing We were doing them every couple months. And then I, I don't know. I just kind of I didn't forget, but it just kind of didn't seem like a thing that we were able to do as much. Yeah. And, but now but there's less going on with KH. Right. And then also it's like we don't want to like force it. Right. But and I'm sure you're wondering, well, Mike, what's different now? Why are you doing a live podcast now? Uh, our good friend, Jip. 214. 214. Don't call him JIP. He and a couple other members, he had some help from Orpheus Joshua, Sean underscore AFK, Tyler Tyler Rims, maybe a few more. I don't I don't remember exactly. He made a super spaghetti bros iceberg. Now, if you're not familiar with an iceberg. If you're not familiar with what an iceberg is, <laughs> the idea is it is just the stock picture of an iceberg and how you know an iceberg shows you so much on top but down below there's Deeper. a lot more right Deeper. and so the idea is on the top of the iceberg is 
the known lore. Known the, Super Spaghetti Bros. Known lore. lore. And then at the bottom of the iceberg is the deep lore yeah. that only only the people that have been around a long time <laughs> know about. Or just like one or two specific streams. Yeah, or, or just, you know. <laughs> so he made this iceberg with help, and um, we are going to do something I've seen... Uh, on YouTube a lot where it'll be like the undertale iceberg explained, right? Yeah. Yeah. We are going on this live podcast. We are going to explain the super spaghetti rose iceberg. Every, every single meme piece of piece of content on this iceberg. We are going to explain. And the question of the week is going to tie into that, but that's, that's a spoiler for later. (gasps) That's a mystery mouse tool that we're going to save for later. So we're going to do that plus other surprises and more. And so we hope you guys will please join us next Thursday, December 30th at 5 p.m. EST, twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. It's going to be a fun time. Also, it's going to be recorded, obviously, and uploaded as that week's episode 141, a palindrome episode. Hell yeah. Love that. And, um, you know, we last year we got to stream on New Year's Eve. And we're not going to be able to do that this year. I have to work, you know, and. Lame shit. Lame shit. Yeah. So we figured this would be a fun <laughs> way to kind of early on ring in the new year with you guys. Yeah. You know, new year, new podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> not a new podcast, the same one for 141 episodes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that that's kind of the idea behind it. So I hope you guys will please join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have we have some fun stuff planned for it. Uh, not just including the iceberg, but we we got so we have some fun ideas that we want to. You don't want to miss it. It's dude. It, it's it's weird that I've kind of, we've kind of gotten away from doing these because like, I feel like the live podcasts are the ones where we've been the most creative. Maybe. Yeah. Cause, cause like to me, it's very important if it's live that we just put on like a show. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. Like the hundredth episode. I think what happened is the hundredth episode took so much of my brain power and so much work and it turned out so that you like well. equated every live episode right. with being on that this, and i'm that just level. like i'm like i don't think we can top that like it was mm, so good like you between saying. you know um the sonic commercial bits <laughs> and the the chick slam yeah people still talk about the chick slam <laughs> me walking in on chick slam sitting here by himself shit yeah like, people still talk talk about that um and then we had like the, our, our friends that had been on the podcast do the funny call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody thought that was live and it was not. <laughs> and um, even like the the question of the week where people just said some really cool like sappy shit and uh, that was such a cool episode. And so I think it kind of like made me go, oh, uh, I we. We can't do that every time, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a habitual, like, try to top myself yeah, guy. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially with stuff like that. So I'm like, well, wait, maybe because like when I first thought of this, I was like, maybe we could do, uh, the, the, you know, like and I was like, wait, no, <laughs> no, let's just do the iceberg and have a fun couple other things and yeah. go from there. You yeah. know, so I, I it's going to be a great time and I want to get back to doing those like at least quarterly if we can. Yeah. yeah. You know, because that was a lot of fun. And especially when we get in the new space. Um, we're going to yes. have a lot more room to maneuver and do some wild shit. So I hope you guys will please, please, please look forward to that. But yeah, join us this Thursday, 5 p.m. EST, twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros. But before that happens, Jason, man, we got a wild week next week. We do. We got we a wild do. week next week. Monday, I will be strapping up my boots, tying them tight. 
like a little too tight. A little too tight. Like maybe losing some feeling in my foot. Okay. Okay. Because I'm gonna kick Jip's ass <laughs> in a Kingdom Hearts two randomizer race. And if he wins, he gets to be mod. In our on our Discord. Or no, I'm sorry, on our Twitch, not on our Discord. Yeah, Definitely yeah. not on our Discord. Not on Discord. On Twitch. <laughs> and I asked him recently, you know, I agreed to this and I said, wait a minute, what's in this for me? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What dude? do I get? I got everything I, on the line. Yeah, I'm putting all my reputation on the line here to go against Jip. I can't lose the Jip. He didn't even know how to set the damn thing up. <laughs> we found out yesterday he was like, My hints aren't working, my hints aren't working. He was never generating the hints. <laughs> I was like trying to help him. I was like searching. Yeah, I was like searching but... the internet. Like, Jip, no one has had this problem. Yeah, like but... the the auto tracker, the randomizer works completely fine. It's just when he finds an answer report, no hints show up. He wasn't he wasn't generating the hints. <laughs> he was just saving a blank file and loading it, which I didn't oh, no. even suggest to him because I was like, oh, Jip, no. there's no way that's what you're doing. Oh, no. Like, there's no way that's what you're doing. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, if I lose to him, my life will be ruined. Yeah, you can't. Um, and he <laughs> offered me mod on his Twitch channel. Okay. That's that's fair. And okay. I laughed. <laughs> but I accepted the offer. So the winner of this randomizer race. Mod for mod. Mod for mod. Uh, we're going to be playing with some um, kind of baby mode rules just because we don't want it to take like six hours. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, but it's going to be a fun time. So that is going to be Monday, December 27th, 4 p.m. EST, twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. Jason will be there. Uh, he, he's going to vet the seed for us. Create yeah. the seed. Yeah. I'm going to make it as CBT as possible. Yep. While so also being baby mode. And also, he will be, uh, Jip will be streaming it as well, twitch.tv slash Jip214. But we'll be in each other's Discord calls so we can make fun of each other and not tell each other what we're doing. True. Um, and it'll be a good time, so please come hang out. Also, dude, it's it's fucking Christmas Eve today. Yeah. Holy shit. Which is insane. We haven't even mentioned that. We haven't even mentioned the holiday, so I hope you guys are all cozy at home, in yes. front of the fire, maybe a cup of hot cocoa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your dog or cat laying at your feet. May, yeah, you gotta make sure you have the cookies and milk out Your Ansem, tomorrow. Your Ansem Report hoodie <laughs> on, maybe a dog street shirt <laughs> that you gifted for your for your wife wrapped up and under the tree yeah true or husband or wife which whatever way you go you know no judgment here but i hope that your 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 christmas has lots of spaghetti merch involved <laughs> and we <laughs> I feel like when's the last time we even mentioned we had merch, dude? I, I, I do it every week. <laughs> I just I do it when you're not in the room, so you don't realize. Like I, there's literally like ten merch plugs in every episode. Really? No, not at all. Oh, I never I talk was about it. Laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> please, God, like, please buy our merch. Like I literally, like you say the word scuffed on the stream, and I go <laughs> stop and go. Speaking of scuffed, Jason, you could get this scuffed shirt for only fifteen ninety nine on our on our merch store, and you're like, "Wow, that is great!" And then it cuts back to like whatever the actual conversation was. What the fuck? No, that doesn't happen. Yo, That'd be funny fuck? though. That's scuffed. <laughs> wow, Jason, you know what else is scuffed? These T-shirts we sell for nine ninety nine on our merch store. Get them; they're great stocking stuffers. They're a scuffed stocking stuffer. Wow. That's 
great. Anyway, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back. Oh, one thing I forgot. A little bit of housekeeping. Knock, 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 knock. Housekeeping. A little bit of housekeeping. You guys can now rate our podcast. Our podcast. Podcast. Our podcast on Spotify. On the Spotify. Just like you could before on Apple Podcasts, you can now yeah. rate us on Spotify. So for all our Spotify homies. And all you freaks out there listening on Spotify with your Spotify premium, go give us a five-star rating. I don't think you can leave a comment, can you? I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know how it works, dude. I don't know how it works either because I don't listen to our podcast. On, I don't listen to any podcast on Spotify. Here, I've, I've listened to a couple before. Let Let's see, see if it lets you rate it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. When I click it, it says only listeners of this show can rate it. I fucking own the thing, Spotify. <laughs> I, yeah, but you can't rate your own shit, I fucking dude. own it, dude. You can't rate your own shit. Yeah, I can. Watch me. Um, it won't let me. I'm <laughs> like, watch me. It won't let <laughs> me. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I own it. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? While Jason's looking this up, my good friend Rob, shout outs to, to Rob, says... No, you can't. It just You're just giving it a star. Says that new Matrix movie is meh as fuck. Don't waste your time in the theater. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Shout-outs to Rob. Shout-outs to Rob, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, anyway, so you cannot leave a comment? You cannot, but drop us a five-star for the boys. Drop a five-star for the boys and go do it on Apple Podcasts. That's right. I don't ask you for a lot. Do it on both for Christmas. For Christmas, please. For Christmas. All I want for Christmas is a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's all I want. That's all I want, please. Anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna be joined by Keyblade Spymaster and Orpheus Joshua. I don't know why I said their names all dastardly. Because they're Cretans. For March Caprice. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast. Jason, we have two, not just one, two, two very special guests on the show today to talk about everybody's favorite Kingdom Hearts event, March Caprice. Yo. I'm assuming it's everybody's favorite. It's my favorite. I guess yeah, mine I, don't, too. I don't know out there. We have with us Orpheus Joshua, the the man you know and love and, and love to hate, Orpheus Joshua. Hello, OJ. Hello. And we also have with us a, a, a first-time guest. I guess OJ's a first-time guest, but, you know, people, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Keyblade Spymaster is here with us as well. And hi, Keyblade Spymaster. Hey there, How are you doing? <laughs> good. I, How are you? I, dude, I'm so good. I'm, we're so happy to have you guys on. Thank you for coming on. 
we are going to be talking a little bit about March Caprice, and this was kind of an idea that was brought to me by the shady organization known as March Caprice to kind of every month have different members of this uh, conglomerate, if you will, on uh, to talk about March Caprice. So I guess we should start, fellas, with um, some 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 of our audience might not know exactly who you guys are. So, uh, OJ, why don't you... Uh, tell people <laughs> what you do who you are and all that good stuff yeah so um in regards to march caprice i joined the organization for about midway through its planning last year um so i wasn't really too involved i mainly just helped with like the social media likely aspect story of it. oj <laughs> <laughs> just like through like some like um articles from cage 13 and just like helping out with the retweeting and stuff like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um this year i'm a bit more involved because i've been here since the start i like partake in the meetings um i i still wouldn't say i'm as involved as some of the other people but i do help with like some of the participants on planning and just like hmm. what directions we take the site in like um just like i so like i um helped out with the press kit um and like stuff like that okay cool 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 and then uh keyblade spy master you i i'm assuming you're more involved than oj is because i feel like this is kind of your your baby right mm -hmm. yeah he is for sure uh kind of yeah so i was one of the first people uh involved um with march caprice and so we started this in september two years ago 2019 mm -hmm. no so sorry September 2020 uh, is when we started. And yeah, I've been in most of the meetings, uh, you know, helping to shape what, what it is that we wanted this to look like, what we wanted a virtual event for uh, the Kingdom Hearts series to actually look like and how would that work. Um, mm -hmm. Because like there isn't really, you know, there, there are a lot of, and there are increasingly more um, gatherings and events for franchise and series specific um events i guess i'm being a little redundant right, right um but there isn't one for kingdom hearts and uh there's been talk about having one for some time uh there's going to be one this year but uh before there wasn't one at all in any way shape or form so in those early meetings we like really discussed how how we wanted that to look like and and it was uh just been going from there hmm. kind of just refining it from there well, and what's interesting about it to me is that you guys, you know, basically not knowing you you guys were talking about it, and that was before the pandemic really hit, right? Or was um, it spurred on by the pandemic? It was kind of spurred on by the pandemic. Okay, okay. Because it, so it started in September 2020. Oh, okay, we so, um, so well into the Oh, pandemic. yeah, I'm just, yeah. dude. All the years blend yeah. together ever since this thing started. So I'm, I'm exactly. just like, wait, no, that was before. Just one year. No, that was definitely after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we started in September 2020. That was just four months ago, right? It's December 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. <laughs> it, cer it certainly feels that way. But so, so you guys said, hey, you know what? There's not really an event like this for Kingdom Hearts. Let's get together and talk about it and see what we can do, right? And um, I think that's I think that's really cool. And I think that... You know, I we were involved in the event, the first event last year, as in like we were someone who got to showcase something we did, not involved as in the planning, obviously. 
uh and it was it was a great event like yeah, I, yeah it was awesome we met a lot of really cool people through that event and i know i've heard a lot of different people echo the same um different different friends of ours have said man if it wasn't for march caprice i wouldn't have met all these cool people and um that's kind of the goal of an event like that right is to bring people together over something they love so i think you guys you know obviously this year you're aiming for something bigger and better but you guys i think you guys hit a hit a goal of having this cool event that really brought people together and i think that's awesome yeah i mean what we were really aiming for too was um precisely because of the pandemic having kind of an event that would help kind of relieve relieve the stress of of being locked in so many countries were you know having lockdowns uh, so many different areas and countries were locked down For sure. right um, people were either they weren't allowed to leave or they were hesitating to leave for health reasons or whatever um so part of the right. idea behind march caprice was to enable some sort of connection with others um, even if we couldn't physically go out and meet with anyone kind of have that kind of experience virtually and safely safely is the big thing right because it's like as fun as it would be to pack everybody in a convention center right now, or even last year, like that's not what you want to do around that time, you know, for, for health reasons. And so I, I, it really like when we were, when we did our, our thing, it felt big, you know, it felt like the closest thing to that kind of event, but at home and, and yeah. it was really cool. Well, what I also like about it too, is like, okay, if I miss a live event where I have to go there, there's not like experiencing that again. I can't be like, Oh, or like if there's two things going on at the same time, I have to pick and choose. Whereas with an online event, that stuff is meant to stay there you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we did a live, a live like podcast and all that, but it was something where if people weren't there right away, it wasn't something they were going to completely miss out on. It was going to be For there. Sure. Um, as well as like me, I'm, I'm a fucking trog. So like I, I fucking don't wake up till fucking past noon. You know what I mean? So like if there was something happening before then, I'm not going to fucking see that shit, but now I can because right. it's a, it's virtual. And, and that's, what's so cool yeah. is all that stuff. Even if it was, there was something I missed from last year, I can go see that right now. You know what I mean? And if anyone missed March Caprice last year, you could look it up right now and find really cool people from last year and then also have something to look forward to again this year. Yeah. So it's cool for sure. Yeah. That's one of the things that I'm, we've been able to kind of compile or put together on the, on our new website is the links to all of the events from last year. We're still working on putting back all of the um, submitted artwork and merchandise stuff for the art artist alley. Um, mm -hmm. mm. We're, we've run into a little bit of, yeah, we're, we've run into a little bit of a of a uh, issue where we're not really satisfied with what it, how it looks like right now. Um, so we're still kind of working mm. on on restoring that from last year. But I mean, all of the video streams and video premieres from last year are available, and they're all linked on our website right now. That's so awesome. yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely really helpful to be able to go back and re-experience those moments. Huh? So I guess I I, I got to ask you guys. Uh, you know, OJ, you were saying you weren't as involved last year, which uh, I'm not so sure I believe. I feel like you're probably <laughs> behind the whole operation. But what what was your guys' um, favorite favorite event from last oh, that's year? that's a hard one. Uh -oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm asking you to pick favorites. Uh, 
And if you don't say the live <laughs> yeah. podcast, OJ, you're dead to me. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, the, uh, from, there was this really interesting, I, I think it was from Keynote. Um, like he did some like music, wait, I'm trying to like find it here. Oh no, it wasn't Keynote. It was, um, somebody did like a really cool, like flute cover. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was I like a that. flute cover for like Marsh Caprice. It was actually really cool. It was like six minutes long. It was pretty impressive. From, um. Yeah, who, who was that? Shit. Now I, awesome now I in my world feel... is their name on YouTube. Oh, there it is. Yep. It's, that's not who I thought it was. <laughs> okay, LJ, now say it like you knew immediately. Of course, it's awesome <laughs> in That's one of the things I found really cool, and to, to OJ's point, is a lot of the um, musical talent that just bursted out from, from March Caprice and, yeah. and all these cool covers of different Kingdom Hearts songs. And then, like, even, like, you know, people that were, like, analyzing the music a little more. And there, there's a lot, like, I didn't realize there was such a... Uh, uh, an undercurrent of all these, you know, basically analytical music people coming out to, to support Kingdom Hearts or March Caprice. And like, I, I just think that's really cool. Uh, Keyblade Spymaster, what was your favorite event from last year? I think it would have to be. And I think if I don't, uh, or rather if I recall this correctly, we kind of made this up last second. It wasn't originally something that was part of the plan the whole time, but it would probably have to be the, um, Scriblio event we did after the at the end of the first day. <laughs> the Kingdom yeah. Hearts specific. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I witnessed specific. some of that. I can't remember how what they called it exactly. Um, overly specific. I think it was overly Kingdom specific Hearts. Kingdom Hearts yeah. Scriblio. I loved that one. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was um, it's ton of fun. Yeah, that was that was a lot Oddly of fun. Specific. Yeah, that's Oddly specific. Oddly specific. That's the word. Yep. Mm. Oddly specific. Yep. OJ with the correction. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that that I was I witnessed some of that. That was that was pretty fun. A pretty funny time. Uh, that was that was uh, I that was the first time I I had um, seen or 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 heard of Cheney at that point. And he he uh, cause he was streaming it, and I was just like, oh okay, all right. And then now you know I make fun of his name all the time, and he <laughs> he gets mad at me. Um, so that we have we have a good working relationship. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think for that event, Cheney came up with it within the last week. I think of the before the event began, uh, where we were just deciding, wow. like, you know, we have a little bit of time at the end of the first day. I think it was a nice, like, um, a nice, yeah. just like, um, casual, just like cleanup for the first day. You know, for like people to just like die to for people to just like settle down after the first day because it was pretty tense. For us, for after sure. a while. Yeah, I mean, the, the, whenever you're running an event like this, not that I've run an event in this size, but we've done some charity streams and stuff that were like mm-hmm. a pretty big deal to us. And there, there is that um, that relief of okay, we did the first day, or we did whatever we were gonna do at first, and now it's like, and something like yeah. that is a really good way to unwind for sure. Uh, so I guess my question is, you know, there, there's probably people sitting at home listening to this right now saying, Hey, you know what? I wasn't, I, I watched a bunch of March Capri stuff last year. Is there anything different about this, this year's iteration of the event? Well, one of the things that we we've done differently so far is, and probably one of the biggest changes I think is, um, there is now where we came up with how to include writers 
in March Capri. So last year we, unfortunately, mm. I guess, last year we completely didn't think about that. Um, and right now there is now a sign-up form, a separate sign-up form for submitting like written work. Um, the idea of March Caprice is to showcase everyone's mm. talent. So we want to be as open to whatever that means to people as possible. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So like people, people are just writing like stories and, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, and like uh, fan fiction, uh, published or, written, or not published, I guess, but like written uh, analysis. You know, some some people instead of like doing YouTube okay. videos will like analyze in a blog post. Oh, for sure, for right, sure, right. So, is the idea that the um the website's just linking those posts and and releasing them during the event? Like, hey, check this out, check this out, and tweeting yeah. it out and stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly the idea. That's really cool. Awesome. It, it it that's one of the things that was really impressive to me about the event is it was um very like all encompassing, and I I didn't even think about yeah, writing. Right, like, yeah. that, me neither. <laughs> but so I can't even read. Right, Jason can't even read, so he's gonna need <laughs> me to read the stuff to him. But like the fact that um you guys can have pretty much a, as many mediums as possible, all related to like Kingdom Hearts, but also showcasing a bunch of different kinds of talent. Like, I mean, I I wouldn't say we're we're on the artsy side of things at all, but. You know, we, we, we like to goof around and try to be funny and have a good time. And the fact that some doofuses like us can fit in as well as someone, you know, playing, having a musical performance or writing a story that's cool or uh, and analyzing anything or write, uh, making a video about if Sora got eaten by a crocodile. Yeah. You know, like there's there's just like it can like encompass all kinds of different things. And I just think that's so cool. It's It's different than just, hey, here's a stream where, you know we do kingdom Hearts stuff it's it's all of that and more and that, that's awesome yeah we want we do want it to try and be as as open as possible to help it be as diverse as possible as far as uh the variety of like people and content that can be uh showcased in march, march caprice we're also pretty open to like different languages too like we're trying to be a bit better about like trying to be more inclusive of um of like people who aren't english speakers OJ, what do you what are you guys doing to? to I mean, you said you're being more open, but like, what we're exactly just, are you guys doing we're to, just trying to, to like make it more open? Reach out more, um, because that's that's one of the things that we mm. kind of wanted to like. I, like I, I recall like after the end of the first March Caprice event, um, that was one of the like the first things we thought of, like, like about how to improve for the future was trying to broaden like um cultural and, and just like the languages because it because like for. As wide as the event was, like, there's only so many people that do speak English who are Kingdom Hearts fans, and there's so many sub communities that you know speak like Spanish and all these in all these other languages. So we're we're trying to like you know like go sure. reach out more yeah. and try to get some more creators out there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's got to be like a tough proposition mm-hmm. though, because it's like, I, I, unless you have people on on staff who who speak those languages, it's probably yeah. tough to reach out to those communities and say, hey, do you want to be yeah. involved in this? But that's awesome that you guys are even considering that. I love that. It that I guess that's my point about like all this with March Caprice is that you guys have created an event, you know, with lots of other people's help, not just the two of you, obviously, but um, created an event that kind of embodies what Kingdom Hearts is or what Kingdom Hearts should be. Right? It's all about you know um, positivity and, and inclusivity and friendship, power, and, and all that stuff. And I just think that's really awesome because there's a lot of like kingdom hearts stuff out there that yeah. isn't that right it's it's like people like chasing clout and doing weird things and like being mean to people and it's like no the kingdom hearts is about friendship you know what i mean and 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 coming together to 
uh, kill darkness. No, no, not to kill darkness, but like accept it. We got to obliterate it into nothingness. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, Jason just got possessed by Zemnis or something. Right now, what what are? Uh, forgive me, I'm I'm a terrible podcast host, but. What are what are the dates of March Caprice uh, right now? I should have this pulled up, but I, I suck at life. That's fine. I'm a terrible podcast guest. <laughs> no, um, no, you guys are great. You guys are great. Don't. <laughs> Good. So March Caprice this year is going to be March 26 and 27. It's a it's a bit weird for us because, um, because um, Square announced that they'll be that that they're going to have like a some they're going to have some sort of anniversary event. And we have no idea when that is. Mm-hmm. So there, there's always the chance that it's right. gonna be like, oh shit, it's like the end of March, and they're gonna host something digital. I don't know, but um, we're just kind of like banking on the hope that we'll be safe for that on weekends. If 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 we're not, then I will But you know, yeah, yeah, that would. I don't know. I think even if it is, March Caprice is like its own like fan made thing, like. Okay, who's gonna know what the fans want to do and stuff more than the fans? You know what I mean? Like, I like Square Enix is awesome, but like, they're not gonna know every single. Like, I feel like they're they're, that would just be too much for them. I I don't know, because it's never been a thing that they've done. Oh, what do you mean though, Jason? Like, if they do their own event, like if they were like if they were to do something similar to March Caprice. Oh no, I don't think they're doing that. I just think they're gonna announce some stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, I, just, just twentieth anniversary yeah, stuff, so, right? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I, so you know. like in October when they announced Sora for Smash and everything, the they did that announcement where they said that they were going to do a special twentieth anniversary event at some point, and there would be more details coming up. Oh, okay. How you guys said it made it seem like it was going to be similar to March Caprice. No, no, no. no, no they're not. I'm just worried that it might okay. be like. So then, yeah, I don't think it matters even if it's the same day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's definitely something where if somebody wanted to see March Capri stuff, then they're gonna see yeah, it regardless. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. If Defin- anything, I think if it was really close to it, it would be even better, honestly, because it's like there's like so much buzz going on. Yeah, that's true. Especially be- if it was earlier. Well, if it was like the d- a day before or a couple yeah, days before, before that would be, yeah, that, that would be, be sick actually, because really then you guys can just kind of roll yeah. into it, right? I'm kind of hoping it's the day right after. So that we're kind of like the, we'll, um, what's that called? Kind of like the opening act. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You guys open up for the, for the, for 20th, the exactly, 20th anniversary event. The 20th sure, anniversary is the day cool. after March Caprice. Is is Monday. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, is it really? Okay, so you guys are like, hey, Saturday, Sunday, hopefully Monday, they post something exactly. cool. Uh, yeah, honestly, be that's probably better case scenario. Because I'm thinking, okay, if there's some hype stuff... No one's gonna have enough time to like make anything for that. If they, it's like, yo, Kingdom Hearts four coming out yeah. in or whatever, right? Like the new Kingdom Hearts game, and then it, the next day it's supposed to be this event. But it, yeah, I feel like that would definitely, yeah. Hopefully, I don't think hopefully it it's after. I don't think it would hurt the event though if it. No, was but after. I just like as like a content creator, you're gonna be like. Oh shit! Like I want to talk about. I want to. I wish I had enough time to make this thing, or like whatever. Like I know there would be people. Dude, that's where we come in. Where we say, "Hey, we're gonna do a live podcast again." But then if that stuff drops, we just we ditch whatever we were gonna do and we just talk about it. We're good at just fucking saying whatever the hell. (laughs) Just doing it live. Yeah, we're just doing (laughs) it live. Something that is uh, different um, this year that 
uh, related to the dates, I remembered because of the dates. Uh, the day before March Caprice, we're going to be having uh, what we're calling a community day. And so, and we're going to have more details on what exactly that's going to look like, but it would basically kind of okay. expands March Caprice to a third day um starting on friday okay uh what i can say though is uh i believe community day is not planned to be like a structured schedule kind of day mm, okay okay it's like mini march caprice yeah it's like pre-march caprice march caprice exactly. there you go <laughs> march caprice <laughs> there we go all right dude you guys should hire us we we got we the got some good manager. ideas okay <laughs> That's it. Uh, we're we're bankrupt. We'll we'll take o, we'll take OJ's job. It's fine. Just just kick him out. Oh, he, no. He'll be all right. Uh, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I hate to see it. Uh, say someone is listening to this right now and they are on the fence about submitting to March Caprice. Uh, what would you guys say to him to try and convince them to hey maybe maybe sign up and get your stuff shown off? Um, I think like probably the biggest fear that I've seen some people have when it comes to the like signing up for this is like they think they have to like they they don't think they have like their work is of enough quality to what like to be ap- applicable for this event when i think that's kind of the opposite like i because like the point of march caprice to me is like highlighting creators who aren't well known and like not to throw shade but like not people but like people who aren't well known don't really have the capability to have like really high-end equipment or stuff like that you know, so I don't think you really have to worry about right. Like as long as you like you, you put care into what you're creating, I think that's all that really matters. So you don't really have to worry about like for sure production value or quality or stuff like that. You know, like like, like I think that's like the real point of this event to me is just like trying to put yourself out there. That's the other thing too is like obviously there's a ton of people in the Kingdom Hearts community that are well known, right? And not to say that like oh you can't be a part of it if you have more than this many subs or or something like that. But like, if you don't have people who are a little bit well-known, it it makes it so it's like, you know, there's people like, oh, yo, regular Pat's going to have a thing on here. Let me check this out. And then, then they check out the next thing and then they check out the next thing. So it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like a lot of people who might be feeling like, oh man, like, this person's gonna be in it like my stuff is not as good as theirs it's like that's not the point it's It's not not like like, yeah no one is sitting there like analyzing them like comparatively yeah like it's not like the contest you know like you don't really have to right right exactly this isn't isn't a copyrighted uh music talent show being broadcast on national television yeah right I was gonna say a name, but I feel like yeah, I we might be copyright. Regular Pat's, <laughs> yeah. regular Pat's not gonna sign you to a record contract after you post your song or whatever. He's not. He's not gonna be Simon Cowell. He okay? yoinked it. <laughs> but it, it's still a cool event to be involved with because you know, like I said earlier, I, our my favorite thing about it was all the cool new people we met, and we hope to meet um, cool new people. Uh, this year because I, I we haven't announced anything but we are planning oh. on submitting something to March Caprice. I'm not saying yet Soon what it is. TM. Soon TM. And you might be saying, Wow Mike, that seems very vague. It's almost like you <laughs> haven't thought about this till this moment. And I'm not gonna confirm or deny that, but I am gonna say it's we gonna will be the fifth on that one. <laughs> we're we are sub- submitting something to March Caprice this year again because we had so much fun in the event last year. There's no way we wouldn't. It's be a no-brainer. Yes, exactly. And uh, 
although we are not involved in the uh the genesis of this event we are happy to have you know people like you guys on to talk about it because i think it's very important to our community and in what you guys are doing is super duper awesome and I'm, I'm so happy we have people like you guys in the community to do it so thank you guys yeah i mean this is all about just helping people kind of prop prop each other up help each other um out again like you said uh, we're not trying to like necessarily exclude people who are like might have a certain amount of subs or anything but this is about helping maybe creators who don't get seen as often um so for sure it's uh it's really exciting to be a part of, of something like this being being able to help everyone like this harkening back to what like mike said earlier about the music community i had no idea that there was such like a dedicated like really like talented group of like musicians who like analyze the series like soundtracks i like i had no idea about like keynote or like any of them i had no idea there were so many right. musicians in right. the community just don't like, just yeah just don't tell them that ishimoto <laughs> writes good songs they will not be happy with you <laughs> I, I i can't wait till keynote comes on here and yells at me about how ishimoto because he's going to he probably so. will, yeah <laughs> Yeah, he he definitely will. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you, you know, so much for coming on. Is there anything else we want to talk about in regards to March Caprice before before I let you guys go? No, I I'd say if you're thinking about it, if you're still not sure, go ahead and sign up anyway. Um, I think OJ would uh, vouch or back me up when I say that we're as a group we're trying to we want to help everyone be part of March Caprice. So, like, if there's something that might be a little weird or off about your submission, you know, we're down to kind of help you f figure it out. Um, you can join our Discord, throw ideas around in, in there in the chat. Um, yeah, for sure. Bounce each yeah. other off. Just do it, you know. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, OJ, do you have any any uh, thing to add to that? Yeah, Um, just to add on to what... Um, Keyblade Spymaster was saying, like, we really do try to, like, help out anybody who does put in an application for the event. Um, if there's something wrong with what you put in, we try to reach out. Um, so don't really stress out too much about the process. Just, um, just, um, yeah, so just, like, if you feel like you might be able to play a part in the event, then just apply, and then we'll see what um, we can do. And I, I will vouch for that, that we, you know, uh, last year when we submitted our thing, I wasn't even sure that it was something people would want in there, but I talked to different members of March Caprice about it and they were very cool and very helpful. And we figured out what we wanted to do. And it was, I mean, it was kind of a silly thing that we would always kind of do like a tier list and all that stuff. But even though I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like felt like that fit within the event, we made it work and, and it was all thanks to everybody involved in March Caprice. So I will vouch for what these guys are saying. So if you're on the fence, you guys, you should sign up. You should go to marchcaprice.com. Is that correct? Yes. Marchcaprice.com. Uh, is there is there a link for the Discord there, guys? Um, there is. There's also there's okay. also like a short link, and Daniel just posted it last night, and I already forgot it. We also have a Twitter you could follow if you want. I was gonna say that's probably a good place to yeah. find it too, guys. On on your Twitter uh which is probably just at, at march caprice, march caprice cage yes at march caprice cage yes okay so um go go follow them on twitter e even if you're not interested in uh being involved in the event 
that is a great place for news about the event if you want to just watch and, and trust me you do want to watch this event as much as you can catch of, of the the three days you want to do it because it is a blast and it's really cool seeing all the art uh music and 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 you know live streams and and now this year writing so you know it's a good idea to follow this account so you can check that stuff out. If you're interested in submitting your stuff, please go to marchcaprice.com and you can submit there and, and join the Discord. And if you're unsure about what if what you're doing would fit in the event, chances are they can find a way to make it fit for you guys. So go go talk to those guys and check it out. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the podcast this week and talking about this. I appreciate both of you. Thanks for having us. Love to have both you guys on sometime in a more uh, talking about you kind of way. but uh we'll we'll definitely do that in the future if you guys are down and uh i appreciate both of you again for coming on and if you guys want to like plug your um socials if you want and so that way people can find you guys and follow you i'm sure so i have a twitter it's at orpheus joshua um i just kind of post like random crap there um I write for <laughs> Cage Thirteen and a site called Noisy Pixel, um, both of which are just like gaming sites. Um, so if you want, I um, retweet my like written stuff there. If you want to see them, I also stream on Twitch occasionally um, at Orpheus Chalk there too. Awesome. awesome! Oh yeah, you'll see me griefing in the chat every once in a while. Yeah. Um, also good to know that OJ did write an article about us. You know, yeah, we, we yeah. are famous. Yeah, true. Oh, true. I did see that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wrote it specifically about us. It definitely wasn't about the Kingdom Hearts 3 randomizer or Water Cage or Critic Perfect. It was about yeah. me and Jason specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, th- that's all I read. Thank you, OJ. <laughs> the check is in the mail. <laughs> uh, Keyless Spymaster, where yeah, can people find um, you? I'm on Twitter as well. I'm at, uh, at Key Spymaster because uh, Keyless Spymaster is too long. Um, I also write for the damn you. Yeah, like that, I, dude. I didn't think that went through when I made that, <laughs> but oh well. Um, I'm, I also write for the uh, for the Kingdom Hearts database, um, wiki slash news slash preservation uh, site for the Kingdom Hearts series. So, you can uh, find me there. Probably writing or building something or or breaking the site. I'm gonna be breaking the site this weekend, right before Christmas. So, Heck fun yeah. times. Sometimes you gotta break it just exactly. to build it back up, you know. Um, and yeah, <laughs> he likes to randomize the site. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will. I, that's exactly what it is. I just kind of play a randomizer with uh, the other writers. <laughs> they're they're the players, love and it. I'm the randomizer. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you again so much, uh, Jason. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, it's time for the question of the week. But. Uh, Thank you again to Orpheus Joshua and Keyblades My Master for coming on. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. Come to the darkness. Welcome back to the Ansem Report podcast. Wow. 
What a, what a couple of great gents. Yeah. What a couple, what of, a couple of mates. What a couple of dapper gentlemen. Dapper, dapper Dans, if you will. Keyblades by Master Northeast Joshua. Please go check out March Caprice if you're interested in showing off anything Kingdom Hearts at all. Any kind of art. Anything. It's a great, great event that we took part in last year. And like I said in the interview, we will be taking part in this year. For some, for, in some way that I don't, some I don't way, know yet. shape or form. Uh, it might be run by a dastardly organization, but the event itself is very poggers. Yeah, so you should go yeah. check it out. Despite the organization behind Despite it. Despite them. Yeah, it's kind of like... Good. um uh, Organization 13, dude. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're kind of like Organization 13, which is pretty poggers. It's time for the... Question of the... Week. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Aphroxus, for being poggers, dude. That's my new fair. That's my new word today. Is poggers <laughs> saying poggers not on Twitch? Yeah. Hey guys. Wow. That, ironically. Wow. That's poggers. <laughs> uh, this week's question of the week is that sex was pretty poggers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Why are you being weird, Jim? Dude. This question of the week is from Meteor Phoenix, and it's kind of a based one. Mm. What Kate's secret ending video has made you feel the most hyped for the future of the series, mm. and why? Yeah, I know what my answer is. I don't care. All right, moving on. <laughs> Billy the Kid Lawrence says, I "Didn't ask, don't care." How many words does Billy the Kid Lawrence say before saying "mommy"? <laughs> under, or, give me an under. Or over. Um. <laughs> Under over or under thirty. Hmm. Sometimes he likes to say at the beginning, and sometimes he likes to drop it at the end when I'm not expecting it. I'm gonna say over thirty. Over thirty. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Probably the Kingdom Hearts three secret ending because I've never imagined growing up that we'd see beyond a three if we even got it. Let alone the entire direction the story is going as well. A close second, though, is the KH2 secret ending because KH3, I mean Birth by Sleep, was such an epic enigma for years. The animation of that ending, the graveyard of Keyblades, the epic fights and abilities, the dark nature of it all, and Roxas, Terra's yellow-eyed transition, Master Xehanort's ominous design, the who the hell's that dude in the helmet, and of course, <laughs> it was the introduction of Mahami. <laughs> yes, I was right. Yeah. Over there. You were right. You are right. Nice bet, dude. You should, <laughs> you should buy a lottery ticket. Dude, I win, I win. You guys have to rate five star on Spotify and Apple Podcast now. Another thing they could do, Jason, is go on to our web store and buy an Ansem <laughs> Report podcast hoodie. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, that is really good. Yoda? Yoda only shops on the Super Spaghetti Bros store. Mm-hmm. Yoda has a what the fuck is Dog Street shirt. And he bought one for his small child. Very poggers. Wow, thanks, Yoda. Uh, Pokemon Trainer Jay says, Anyone who doesn't say Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix secret ending is a liar. So many theories at the time about what was going on and who these people were and their cool capes that we were 100% going to see them wearing in future Kingdom Hearts games. True. Yeah, they definitely didn't wear the capes, did they? Honestly, it probably would have looked like shit. Capes dude. are hard to animate. Especially when but you're playing on a fucking PSP, dude. Are you at the end of BBS, me? dude, Terra gets his cape. He does. Mm -hmm. He does. Wildcat Diana says, so here's the thing. 
The first KH game I completed was BBS, and I never unlocked KH one secret ending. Hmm. So the KH three secret ending was the first one that made me go, hmm. Yo. But it was more than that. See, I grew up with more 80s and 90s anime, and there is one thing I know. If a Japanese creator puts a government building in the center stage, it's because shit is about to get real. <laughs> Either the building is coming down, or it's going to be an epic fight where people die. So when the camera swoons on Riku and shows the building like that, I just jumped on my chair. And the train doesn't stop there. I was like, so who is the broody leader of Resistance character in, in this Tokyo-like universe? Immediately, Yozora appears. Oh my, this is promising. And then the master appears, doing the cartoon villain of watching the protagonist from a rooftop. Aren't you making it a little too obvious? Zigbar. And I was like, oh no, Sora's in danger, Sag. And then he does the heart with his hands, letting the player know without words what he wants to do. I would not be here today on this Discord if not for the secret ending. I was so hyped that I was talking with everyone I knew about it and it made me realize I gotta find other Kingdom Hearts friends. I need to talk Hell more yeah. about this. Like a balloon that needed to deflate. Needless to say, I could not be more curious and hyped to see where the series is going forward. Hell oh, yeah. that's kind of wholesome, Diana. This wholesome Normally mode. Diana has some like chaotic energy in there, yeah, but that yeah. was just kind of wholesome. That was just wholesome mode. Very wholesome. You know what else is wholesome, Jason? Going no. to Super Spaghetti Bros <laughs> web store and getting an OK Boomer Stitch shirt. <laughs> the least wholesome thing on the fucking store. OK Boomer. Wow, Stitch, thanks. Oh no. Um Ikibaka. <laughs> Akibaki Bukabaka. Akibaki Bukabaka. Biki Biki Baka Baka. You're just making shit up, dude. He's just making shit up. <laughs> like Stitch is not that's not your alien language. It's not fucking Polynesian. It's not what, like he's just making shit up, dude. I feel like in one of them he's just like itchy. <laughs> It's, it's, it's I'm itchy. itchy. I'm itchy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a scrotum. What? Stitch. Whoa. Weird. Anyway, Energy Scott says, Wildcat Diana, you kind of inspired me for my answer. I played Cage 1 and 2 really young, so I had no idea they had secret endings until I stumbled across stuff online, and this was before social media. So all the hype was based off me being a hyperactive kid, which has great memories, I'm not going to lie. And when Cage 3 came along, I was so stoked that this was the end of the series, and I wanted to be at the time due to the long arrival. So the special ending threw me off a bit. I was disappointed it wasn't ending. It was only after Melody of Memory, finding the ARP, and joining the community that I fell in love with Cage again. Hmm. So playing through Cage 3 again, I take back any beef I had with it before. It's truly awesome. Before Mike hates me, sad. <laughs> anyway, answering the actual question, Cage 3 for me has the best ending because I've enjoyed listening to all you guys discuss it and theorize it. And now I can't wait to fight Yozora. Let's go. Merry Christmas, squad. Thanks, Energy Scott. And uh, I would tell you, I would not hate you for not liking Cage 3. That's You're true. wrong, but I wouldn't hate you. That's true. Uh, Cheery Theoden says, KH won for two reasons. First is that it was the only one I naturally unlocked on my original playthrough without looking up a guide or something to make sure I hit the requirements, and that's kind of cool to me personally. Second and most important reason why is the it is the cutscene that made me most excited for the future of the series is that it told me... It told childhood me that there was a feature to this amazing game and that it would even be a series. Not to mention how great the different art style was, the world that never was introduction, and see Neo Shadows for the first time. It was just such a trip to realize that there must be so much more to the story, and we were just getting started by defeating Ansem. Yeah, great answer. Dreamer says, 
If no one says that the fucking Kingdom Hearts 1 Secret ending made them the most hype, I'm done. Because listen, KH1 was the first game and the first secret ending. Imagine sitting there, you won the game for the first time and you're watching the end credits roll and whatnot, and then all of a sudden you're seeing an unknown kid running around in a black coat in the rain with absolutely no context. That made me a lot more than just hyped. I like speed ran the rest of the games just because I wanted to know what the hell that was. True, Dreamer. Yeah. True. Yeah. KH Waterblock says he's mad he missed last week's question, so he's going to answer both. Okay. Okay. Last week's, because this is my forte, I'm going to have to go with my Kingdom Hearts invite-only launch party glass cup set. Oh, shit. It's gorgeous and something I've been after for a decent bit. It's a set of two glass cups and a wooden box with the first game's logo burned in the front. Hmm. It was only given to the English voice cast, development team, and gaming media at an invite-only launch event as a thank you complimentary gift from Squaresoft and Disney in August 2002. Holy shit. Something I'd kill a man to get is the Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories cardboard standee. They're sick. I'd kill for one since it's my favorite game. Now for this week's question. I'd say Birth by Sleep's blank points because I knew it was branching out more stuff and I couldn't wait for more content. Thank you. Thank you, Waterblock. Waterblock has an insane collection of things. If you're ever interested in checking it out, go to our uh, collection part of the Discord. He's posted so many pictures over time of just his insane collection. Yeah. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Uh, Yonsog says, Cage 2, imagine you're a 14-year-old lad finishing your second Kingdom Hearts game. You think you got this shit figured out and then the dopest... Tokusatsu Tokusatsu (laughs) Ass armor wearing motherfuckers Are in the desert Keyblade graveyard What the hell is the Keyblade war (laughs) It was at that point Nomura made me a a man grown Wow Nomura made Yonsang a grown man Um That's my new way of handling Any Japanese pronunciation (laughs) Is I'll try to say it like normally And then I'll go Oh yeah I'll go oh yeah brother Tokusatsu <laughs> Konnichiwa. Uh, Phil Games says, I kind of don't feel qualified to answer this because for me, the future of the series has always been post KH3. But KH2 secret ending is the absolute hypest secret ending ever. Yoko did not have to go so hard with Fate of the Unknown, but I'm glad she did. It's one of her best OSTs ever. I think I think uh, Phil Games means the final mix one because I don't think he probably saw. That's what's so interesting about these secret endings, and we'll probably talk about it when it's our answer, too. But, like, depending on when you picked up Kingdom Hearts, you might not have any context for the original secret endings. Like, you might not know Deep Dive, but you know Another Side, Another Story. Yeah. Or you might not know Sunset Horizons, but you know whatever. That one's just called Birth by Sleep, I think. That's just, like, pretty interesting to me. It depends on when you joined in, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Emma Luda says this is so difficult because all of them made me hype I would say deep dive but I already played KH2 when I saw that so it was more so just cool looking than than looking forward to the future so probably blank points at that point it was looking like everything was finally going to come together in the future with everyone being saved by Sora I believe it's also the longest secret ending we've ever had definitely less cinematic or vague than something like deep dive birth by sleep or even KH3 secret ending but it had a lot of heart in it now up next we have Aquafolia who uh first time commenting in the discord but we've heard from her before and she's going to explain how hello there i've left a few comments as holly d on youtube but this is my first time participating on discord what up holly welcome holly kh is my first online community i've ever been a part of and it's been so welcoming and fun and i'm so happy i found you guys anyway i only discovered kingdom hearts about six months ago at age 24 you could say i'm a bit late to the party so for me, it has to be the cutscenes before the secret boss fight with Yozora at the end of Remind. Mm. Every line Yozora says just makes me even more confused than the last, and every time I watch it, I notice something different about the scene. I remember hearing, 
why are you using Sora's name? And I got chills. And then he says the same quote Sora said at the beginning of KH1, and there might be two canon endings. I'm so excited that I get to experience this mystery in anticipation with the rest of the community since I missed out on all the mysteries over the last 20 years. I can't wait to enjoy the crazy ride of the next phase right along with everyone else. Also, if Nomir doesn't tell me what Sora said to Kyrie before he vanishes in Cage 3 and how he was able to help her in the end of Melody of Memory, I'm probably going to pull all my hair out. Thank you, Holly. I, <laughs> please don't pull your hair out. Yeah. But I, I, I really... Welcome, welcome, welcome to being a Cage fan. Well, welcome to being a Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs> That's how you know you're a true fan, is if you want to pull your hair out it, from it, the secret ending. What's, what's the meme where the guy... Uh, first time yeah the guy, the guy they're hanging with the yeah, with it, the nooses and is that is that jace franco i think it uh, maybe it's dave franco mm. so i you have a brother the, yeah i get i get them confused mm. i don't know i don't know it's a franco looking it's ass a, yeah franco's <laughs> uh alex says obviously i'm a tad late to the cage train and i didn't even know cage one and two had secret endings until i finished bbs so that was kind of funny but they were still super cool however I gotta go with the KH3 secret ending, not only because it was the only secret ending I actually found myself, and not through some YouTube video, not only because Sora and Riku waking up in a place we've never seen before, but Yozora not being a joke character, Somnus being sprinkled in the music, Master of Masters being in the city with Sora, you already know shit's gonna get real in the next big KH game. I know we all say that with every secret ending and how we assume the next KH game is gonna be super dark and whatnot, but I will, but I say the next KH game is gonna be absolutely wild and I cannot wait. True. Thank you, Alex. True, 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 true. Network Daddy says, Obviously, KH2FM has a fond place in our hearts for the utter chaos of unknowns it released on the fan base. KH1 Final Mix Secret Ending, however, in hindsight, brings a lot to the story in the sense of shifting the tone, setting up questions for who we thought were familiar characters, and was indicative to that very first sequel in the mainline games. In terms of making me excited for the franchise, that one stands out for strictly the secret ending. The entire BBS Final Mix Secret episode gets an honorable mention outside of Secret Ending cutscenes. It sets the plot in a new direction, gives us heartless lore, a glimpse into the dark world, and expands the scope in ways, were fr- in ways that were fresh beyond what a simple cutscene could do alone. A fantastic addition that got me amped for KH3, even more so than 0.2's ending. That's a good point. The BBS Secret episode is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Which... I don't think I had ever played or seen until we did the Platinum Trophy. I had seen some of the cutscenes. There was definitely cutscenes that I had not seen, yeah. like parts of it. Like, I'd never seen that fucking boss, neither. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> he right. like, invis all the time. Right. Like, it was pretty It was pretty interesting. That it was, like, s- really fucking scary behemoth type thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Broomdock says, I can't believe I missed last week's I do nefarious things for a full line of Org 13 figures. Don't care if they're ring arts, nendroids, static figures, whatever. But this week, this is so weird because really none of them. I fell off the cage train between early middle school and (laughs) end of high school. So no new games are coming out at the time. And I never really played a cage game blind since very early childhood where I never beat them. Therefore, Mm. none of the secret endings were really building up for anything. So I guess I have to say cage three by default. But it does make me excited. So I guess it's a good one to be stuck with. True. True. Espicat says, probably gonna have to say blank points. For me, it was that moment that I realized, oh wow, this like, this is like a lot bigger than I realized. I have a really hard time following any video game story. I've always been this way, so Secret Movie was an, always an amazing epiphany for me. I still get chills every time I watch it. I love this franchise so much, and I love that even after all these years, I still get the same feeling. No honorable mention this week. 
this week, keeping Mike on his toes. Thank you, SBK. <laughs> uh, eggnog says, Egonog. I don't know why I just said eggnog. Egonog <laughs> says, gee, this is kind of a tricky one. I think the runner-up for me is KH3. But for my favorite secret ending in the series, it's got to go to my favorite spinoff game, The World Ends With You. Oh. Although the ending on its own was perfect, if you ask me, I think the secret ending does a nice job of getting the player to think of what a follow-up could look like. It solidifies that while Joshua may be an absolute cock slash shitbag, he can't deny that he truly did care about Neku and the gang. Bummer for him. They're on a different plane of existence now and are super happy without him. LMAO. Also, it lays down some neat potential plot hooks for a sequel. Like, what are the folks upstairs planning? What could that mean for Neku and friends? How will Sora and Neku's stories finally intersect? It's a bit of a shame that those first two questions will never get answered since we never, ever got a sequel to The World Ends With You. It never (laughs) happened. True. Couldn't think of an actual answer, LOL. Thank you. Thank you, (laughs) And finally, we got Pro Gamer who says, It's for sure the KH2 Final Mix secret ending. Just watching it takes me back to being like 10 years old and looking it up on YouTube, being absolutely amazed by the animations. And when Aqua takes her helmet off to reveal there's an absolute mommy (laughs) blue-haired Kyrie that saved Roxas from the most evil-looking bald asshole I've ever seen, I was also absolutely convinced that the guy that takes his helmet off the Antera was Squall. Wow. He is kind of squall. Yeah, honestly, I guess. Yeah. I never thought of that. It's like a I weird, that. a weird squall, bizarro squall. Anyway, Jason, what is your answer to this question, dude? It's hard, dude, because I'm split pretty hard on the OG one and two, because there's like there's so much cool stuff that you could easily forget about in like OG one. Like it looks so fucking good for how fucking old it is. Like, it's actually disgusting how good it looked. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, a lot of shit like that. Also, like, the fucking, like, the old version of, like, how these characters look. Like, they look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, an older Kyrie. Look, right. She looks a little bit different. Like, her clothes are totally different. And so, like, there's, there's shit like that that's really cool. But, like, the feeling that I get, even watching the Cage 2 secret ending, is just, like... Oh shit! Yeah. So I don't know, dude. I'm too split. I can't. I'm cheating. So I get to. I'm on the fucking podcast. You. I get to say both. Yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> you literally have my answer because <laughs> deep dive in particular. Like another side of another story is really cool. Yeah. But it almost like gives you too much. Yeah. Where deep dive is like you know because I didn't play KH1 Final Mix till it came right. out on. Like, well, and then like PS4 being fucking like. A bunch of like Japanese stuff too yeah. and like if you were watching it on YouTube you're like what the fuck is yeah. going on for sure so like I I really love uh, Deep Dive I think Deep Dive is just like I remember getting it for the first time and just what and I was like you know probably 17 18 years old something mm-hmm. like that but like just like seeing like how dark it was and then yeah the rain dude we talk about cage, cage rain, rain all the time but it's just like uh, but then on that same coin beating kh2 for the first time yeah and getting the secret ending and getting sunset horizons which is just like uh, i don't know that one might I be think, called birth by sleep actually i i think I, i'm gonna lean more towards the cage two one because 
That was the first one I ever worked for. Because, like, we just had regular cage 2 right? Right. And, like, I wasn't always a god gamer. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I had to work for that shit. And so, like, actually going, like, doing the shit to see it. Because, like, I, of course I had watched it on YouTube and shit. Because I was, like, uh, a dog shit gamer. But then I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I, I, I want to unlock it myself. Right. And, like, going through that to unlock it myself. And then finally, like, actually watching it. Shit is fucking lit, dude. I, I know I still have, like, a million saves on our PlayStation 2 memory card. Okay. Because it was that fucking good. So I found out I am fucking up these names entirely. So another side, another story is the name of the original KH1 ending. Oh, okay, okay. And then another side, another story, Deep Dive is the name of the KH1 final mix. Final mix version. Okay. okay. Which makes sense because it's a deeper dive, right? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the Gathering is the name of the original Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm, the Gathering. The Gathering. Because it does show them standing there. Right. And it shows the, the, the character walking up and you don't see what he is. Birth by Sleep is the name of the Kingdom Hearts. So that's the one of the final mix. The Kingdom Hearts 2 final mix. Okay, okay. Where it basically shows the intro scene to BBS. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Blank Points is the name of... Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Mm. And then A Fragmentary Passage is what's the name of the secret episode. Oh, okay. Um, apparently Recoded has one called Signs of What's Next. Dream Drop Distances is called Another Guardian of Light. Mm. Um, Destiny is the name of... It's the original ending of Coded, but they added it into the 2.5 remix. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. That's confusing. And then Yozora is obviously the name of the secret I need in Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. Which, I mean, honestly, I really like that secret ending too. Yeah. Because I'm... I don't dislike any of them. Right. They're all really good. I, I'm actually... I know everybody loves blank points. Yeah. I'm kind of down on blank points. Really? Because to me... Okay. That shit gave, like, that shit gave me goosebumps, bro. It's good. It's really fucking It's good. But to me, it's not a secret ending. I guess, yeah. Like, it's the equivalent of... Um, it's a, it's like a post credit scene in a Marvel movie. No, no, no. This is what I was going to say. So, Spider-Man, this is not a spoiler to say this, has two post credit scenes. Well, a mid credit scene and a post credit scene, right? Yeah. And I would say Another Side, Another Story and The Gathering are like the mid credit scenes mm. and then blank points is like the doctor strange trailer that plays at the end of spider-man mm. like it's more of like a trailer it's it's less of a like a concept you know what i mean yeah yeah it's more just like hey there's a bunch of characters talking about how sora should save them kind of thing you know yeah yeah so to me like it's cool but it's just like a it's just like a cut scene yeah it's not a secret movie it's a secret cut scene because it's so That's damn long. Point. Yeah. It's so damn Well, long. and also the art style of it as well. Right. It's just it's just in-game engine stuff. Where yeah. The secret movies typically have these, like, a like fucking... for their time, very high-def, like, yeah. pre-rendered, like, movie shit. Yeah. That's true. So that's kind of... I don't... Even KH3 has that. Right. And so it, it, it counts for me, but that, to me, brings it I can, down. I, I like I the other that. ones better. I can see Even that. though I think... Birth it's a good fucking cutscene. Birth by Sleep might be my least favorite because I feel like it's just been cheapened over time yeah. by... Like, it's literally the intro to BBS. 
and then it's literally a scene they play later later in VVS. Yeah, you know I mean? it like plays they, twice. Yeah. It plays twice, and it's like that's true. It's pretty overused. Like, um, that's why I like the OG. But that the OG is like fucking like I feel menacing vibrations around me when I watch it. Yeah. Oh, dude, because that music is so good. Yeah. Like it's it's just so spooky and scary. When you just beat. KH2 having yeah. done a fuck ton of shit or beating it on fucking prime. Well, and like, they give you they give you the the message in the bottle scene right before. It, right? Yeah, and that you're like, too. Oh, that's like kind of like, oh, we don't. It's know heartwarming. What this is. Yeah. Yeah, and another adventure. Another or adventure. Something. And then it's like, you're like, and almost like almost showing Xehanort and Vanitas in the second version of it makes it less spooky. Yeah, like because you see, like they're they're standing there, and you see all these keyblades, and then, when it looks like a mirage too. Well, yeah, and the, a much well, more. There's something they like kill right before it. Yeah, it like fades away. Yeah, and some people have said like, oh, those were their like bikes or whatever. And I don't know. It looks like this big monster they kill, mm. and then they turn and look, and there's and the that's when the music, the drums really kick yeah. in, right? Yeah. And then it does the. Dun, 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 dun. I'm getting chills just talking about it. And you just see the mirage and then a bunch of words fucking flash on screen. And then it's like birth by sleep. And you're like, what the fuck fuck does that mean? You know? You'll beat the game again. Beat the game again. Right, dude. I I just got chills talking about it. (laughs) It's so good. So that's probably my favorite. But it's probably not the one I'm going to watch by myself late at night. Because I'm getting spooked by it. You know what I mean? Oh, true. I watched. Deep I thought you meant like a, a devious way. No, yeah, I'm fucking, <laughs> fucking. I was pull, like, what? I'm sorry. Which one are you jerking off to? I'm fucking pulling myself <laughs> off to fucking the gathering, dude. <laughs> well, you said it wasn't that one, so I was gonna ask oh, which one it. Oh, which uh, one are you jerking off? To? Uh, Yozora, for sure. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for answering that question of the week. We all love the secret movies. We're excited for whatever yes. the next one is. That's probably. I mean, I obviously love playing Kingdom Hearts games. I love the I love the mechanics. I love the story. I love the cutscenes. I love the music. I love everything about it. But maybe my favorite part of Kingdom Hearts are the secret movies. They're 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 up there, dude. Like, I loved Kingdom Hearts one playing it originally, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I'd be like where I am today without the secret movie. Mm. You know, I I don't know that I'd be like starting a podcast about Kingdom Hearts without the secret movies. Yeah, because like, I think it just. It just spurred on my imagination at a time where, you know, I wasn't like I watched Dragon Ball Z, but I wasn't into a lot of like anime stuff or yeah. Japanese media stuff. You know what I mean? And Kingdom Hearts was definitely my gateway to a lot of that. It's a gateway drug for sure. And the secret movie was a huge part of that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, especially another side, another story. Yeah, it kind of gives that vibe of like Guardians of the Galaxy two, where he's like, "I'm gonna do some weird shit," yeah. and you're like, "Holy fuck, this yeah. is dope." <laughs> Like, this is dope. I'm. I am ready for him. To you do beat the, the whole shit. game, and then some weird shit happens, and you're like, "Yo, this is a weird shit. This is fucking cool." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, the animation in fucking the what, what is it called? The OG Cage One. Another side, another story. Another side, another story. When the fucking Neo shadows are coming like through the water in the ground, dude. It looks so fucking good to this day, dude. It's so cool. Also, I want to see. Like, it, it kind of was, like, remade, but, like, there's that part where, uh, I think it's Roxas, but, like, they, instead of it being 
he like makes like a fucking flaming heartless symbol in the fucking ground type shit mm-hmm. when he's like wielding the two keyblades. Mm-hmm. This shit looks fucking badass yeah, it does too. Look cool. it does look cool. But it kind of turned into more like when he's doing like the laser beams yeah. instead. Yeah, they kind of redid how that works. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, next week's question of the week, Jason, for the live. I screamed to that podcast. Live. Uh, is actually going to be related to the iceberg. We kind of hinted at this earlier. I'm going to post the current version of the Kingdom Hearts or the Super Spaghetti Bros Kingdom Hearts iceberg on the question of the week. And then I want you guys, if you want anything else that's not on there, yeah, to be explained or, or like any- a favorite bit from a podcast, like anything you think should be on an iceberg. Anything? Maybe if you don't know what an iceberg is, maybe watch an iceberg video on yeah. like. Something you like. Well, basically, some part of our lore. Yes. That you want explained. Put it on there and we will add it to the iceberg. Yeah. For the live podcast. Maybe reading it in the Discord might give you some. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo, put this I'll explain it a little bit in the question of the week. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. True, true, true. Anyway, that's going to do it for episode 140. Next week, like I said, will be the live Ansem Report podcast. Thursday, December 30th. 5 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. We hope to see you all there. We hope to see you all there. Also, don't miss me and Jip's KH2 randomizer race. 4 p.m. EST, Monday, December 27th. 5 or 4 p.m. EST. I already said that. Twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros. And twitch.tv slash Jip 214. So catch us, catch us all there for that stuff. And we will see you next week for the live podcast. And then we're getting we're getting pretty crazy with the guests. We already have more guests booked for episode one forty two. Lined up, dude. We have people lining up outside the door to get on the podcast. Let us in. So I hope you will please look forward to that. <laughs> Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now fuck off. Eat my fuck off food, brother.
Fun. Ich hoffe, die wenigste Airfares in National Airfares. Ja, 